Welcome to episode 2 of the Lonely Fans Podcast. I am Josh Anderson. In this episode, we will be looking at the NFL Super Wild Card Weekend. The Kansas City Chiefs and the Green Bay Packers both had the number one seed, so they will not be playing this weekend. The first matchup will be the Indianapolis Colts versus the Buffalo Bills. The Colts barely got in. They benefited from the Miami Dolphins. Firstly, they couldn't decide on who their quarterback was. And then the easy decision was made by Ryan Fitzpatrick getting COVID-19. So that means they had to start Tua. If I were the Miami Dolphins, they really, realistically, they should have started Fitzpatrick if they could then they would have made the playoffs. But for the Colts, they benefited and they won their game. And, you know, realistically, you know, Phillip Rivers, he gets to be in the playoffs, and it's good for him. He spent so many years with the San Diego Chargers, and he, so many down years. You know, some of the reasons why they make the playoffs were because of him. Uh, He threw a lot of interceptions that he didn't need to. And between the Chargers and the Minnesota Vikings, I really didn't know who had the worst luck when it came to field goal kickers. And Phillip Rivers didn't make the playoffs, and now he does for the Colts. Now, they had a really good season. They finished 11-5. They didn't win the division, but they still made the playoffs. Uh, They had a great draft pick in the Wisconsin and Jonathan Taylor. He had a 1,000-yard season with 11 touchdowns. For Philip Rivers, this might be his last season. Uh, there was an article in Pro Football Talk that said that he, he realizes that even in Week 17, if he didn't make the playoffs, that this might be his last game. So with that said, uh, definitely going into this game, this could be his last game, and it will be a playoff game. And we'll see. Uh, there was a report also in Pro Football Talk that... Uh, Fox wants him to be the number two analyst, so we'll see. Yeah, we all. I don't know how. You know, everybody wants to be the next Tony Romo, and to be honest with you, there is only one good Tony Romo when being an analyst. Uh, Troy Eggman is good. Troy Eggman is good. Tony Romo is great. So. Who knows? Philip Rivers is going to be that good in the booth, but for right now, this is going to be his opportunity. Do opportunity? Do I think he is going to beat the Buffalo Bills? No. Um, to be honest with you, I think the Buffalo Bills right now is the most complete team in the NFL. Josh Allen started out the season so red hot. I didn't think he was going to be able to keep it up. Um, when they faced the Chiefs earlier in the season, uh, he went. He basically played what he did last the previous season, but he rebounded. And he played pretty played in MVP form. If Aaron Rodgers did not exist, I believe Josh Allen would win the MVP this season. But Aaron Rodgers does exist, and Aaron Rodgers will win the MVP, even though I cannot stand Aaron Rodgers. But with that said, I Josh Allen had an MVP-like season, and the Buffalo Bills should win this game. If they lose this game, then I start looking at... What does this team need to do to win a playoff game? Last season, um, I was at a bar watching the Buffalo Bills versus the Texans. Now, Josh Allen did not play the greatest, and 
uh, when you look at the coaching staff and how the team was playing, they were playing not to lose in the second half. And Deshaun Watson played a magnificent second half to win that football game. And as I just stated, the Buffalo Bills were playing not to lose. So when we were looking at this upcoming game, you know, they traded for Stefan Diggs and they gave future capital away in draft picks. But, you know, Stefan Diggs had 127 receptions, 1,500 yards, and eight touchdowns. That's a career year for him. So, you know, they got the receiver. They got the complete package to win this team. You know, I think if Patrick Mahomes does not play well, you know, and the Buffalo Bills play well, they could go to the Super Bowl. But, you know, they first got to get ahead of the Colts. Um, how can the Colts beat the Bills? You know, the, the Bills don't play well um, if they play slow at any facets, facets of the game. I think the one spot where the Bills are weak, and that's their running game. That's just me. Uh, Singletary hasn't played that well as the previous year. That's just what I've seen from them. Josh Allen does pick up when he needs to when running the ball. But overall, he has, you know, he's passed the ball very well. He's passed for 4,500 yards. 37 touchdowns. You can't ask any more from Josh Allen this season. So I expect the Buffalo Bills to move on from this game and win handily. The following game will be on Fox. That will be the Seattle Seahawks versus the Los Angeles Rams. When you look at this game, it's going to be a kind of a quirky game. Seattle Seahawks games are always weird. They always score weird. It's always weird scores. I expect Seattle to win, but it's just going to be a close game. Rams' defense is extremely good, so that's why they're going to keep them realistically in the game. But, you know, right now we don't know if Jared Goff is – you know, you don't really know if Jared Goff is going to play. Two weeks ago he hurt his, hurt his thumb and he's going to have surgery on it. Um, right now the coach for Los Angeles is being coy if he's going to play. I'm going to assume Jared Goff is not going to play, so the backup quarterback is. They barely beat Arizona, and the only reason why they even beat Arizona is because of... The only reason why Arizona lost to begin with is because Kyrie Murray got hurt. So the Rams are going to lose this game. They just don't have enough talent on the quarterback side to win this game. I mean... They're going to have to look long-term future. I mean, they're stuck with the golf contract for at least one or two more years. They've looked long and hard. They really wanted golf to work out. When the offense is flowing, golf looks awesome. But when the offense is not flowing and they don't get the ball to Woods, there's a lot of problems going on there. When it comes to Seattle's prospects in the playoffs, I expect them to beat the Rams, but that's pretty much as far as I expect them to go. The team looked great at the beginning of the year, but they pretty much do what Seattle does. Russell Wilson, everybody everybody blows him up, everybody loves him, but he you know, he's extremely streaky and nobody realistically likes to acknowledge that at all. And that's very frustrating because I don't. I don't even understand why nobody identifies that at all. He 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 has his games where he he throw. I mean, he, Russell Wilson has a great deep ball. He probably has the, one of the greatest deep balls. You know, Rogers, Andrew Luck. 
in even Joe Flacco when Flacco was a pretty darn good quarterback. They have these great deep balls, but other than that, Russell Wilson still struggles when he's not when he when he's you know Kirk Cousins. I even hate to throw Kirk Cousins in the same category, but when Kirk just doesn't have it, they are in trouble. And Russell get when he gets into a funk, it's it's hard. And then you have the Seahawks only scoring like 12 points, 16 points, and then that's when the Seahawks get in trouble. And that's when you get those fluky scoring games, and that's why fans get a little frustrated with Russell. So I think the Saints, we'll get to them in a minute, and I, I think they will win. But for the Seahawks, they will play the Saints the following week when I believe they will win. And so I don't believe the Seahawks will get any further than the wild card weekend. The biggest issue with the Seahawks is their defense. Their defense still has not been great since the Legion of Boom, and I don't. I, I just don't see them improving enough in a few in a wild card weekend, or after the wild card weekend. After that, then we have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus the Washington Football Team. Uh, the one thing that you have to look about this matchup is Alex Smith does make the Washington Football Team better. Even though the Week 17 matchup did not look like a good football game, the Philadelphia Eagles wanted to lose that game probably because they wanted a better draft pick. Outside of that, the Washington football team, like I said, is a better football team when Alex Smith is on the field. But uh, I will say about Tampa Bay, I do believe if Tampa Bay does score early and often, they can beat anybody or any team in the National Football League. When they struggle is when they are punting. And that's when teams, like, even when they eat, they beat Green Bay, but when they lost to Green Bay, when they lost to Kansas City, and then when they lose their games is when they're going three and out very early in games and their defenses give up very early when they're down 14, 17, 21, nothing. That's when they're getting in trouble, and you're expecting Tom Brady to do miracles every week, and that's hard to do. So if you watch the Buccaneers the last two weeks, they have been able to get up to 17-21-0. Now, I understand that it's against the Lions and Atlanta Falcons, who they've beaten the last two of the last three weeks, but you know what? If they do that in the playoffs, you're not going to beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now, for Tampa Bay, Mike Evans, we don't know about where his injury is. They don't need Mike Evans. They don't need Mike Evans to beat Washington. They don't. They have Antonio Brown. They have Gronk. They have Godwin. The running game is good enough to beat Washington. So they can have Mike Evans sit. But where they will need Mike Evans is against Green Bay. And I do believe Tampa Bay will beat. Now, if everything falls into place and the seeds are correct, Tampa Bay will face Green Bay the following week. If that's the case, I believe Tampa Bay will beat Green Bay. But let's get to this week. Overall, Tampa Bay is a better team than Washington. I don't see any facet of the game that Tampa Bay should lose against Washington. Um, quarterback, obviously, is better. Running game is better. Uh, Chase Young is having a great rookie season. There, I He could be the defensive Rookie of the year, so Tom Brady does have to look out in that aspect. But 
Overall, the Buccaneers should win this game. Then we have probably the best matchup on the weekend. Is uh, I think this probably should have been the Sunday night game, but we have the Ravens versus the Titans. Uh, it's basically going to be that who has the best running game. Lamar Jackson is the first quarterback to have back-to-back 1,000-yard rushing yard seasons. Lamar Jackson is the first quarterback to ever have 1,000 rushing yard seasons. Now, he says he doesn't know he was, but I extremely doubt that because all players are very aware of their stats. So, uh, with this game, this is the follow-up to the divisional round of last year. Uh, Everyone was extremely surprised how the Titans were able to manhandle the Ravens. For Baltimore, the... Lamar Jackson has not played well to expectations. Now people that want to blame COVID, but even before COVID, he has not thrown the ball well. Athletically, he has run the ball pretty much exactly the same, but throwing, he has not. People want to blame the offensive line, but either way, he has not thrown the ball well. We'll have to see. Uh, He does have a dynamic, still the Baltimore Ravens still have a dynamic running game. For the Titans, we'll still have to see if Ryan Tannehill can lead them. Derrick Henry still had a 2,000-yard season, and the final game of the year led them to over 200 yards. For the Ravens, they'll have to see if Lamar Jackson can show up in a playoff game. Uh, So far, two years ago, when he debuted against the Kansas City Chiefs, the first three quarters were terrible. Now, in the fourth quarter, he did some things, but realistically, you have no idea if the Kansas City Chiefs were playing prevent, and um, was it the Chiefs or whatever team he was playing against, you don't know if they were just trying to get to the end of the game and he was able to take advantage of garbage time stats. But either way, last season, uh, the Titans manhandle them and you don't know if it's a thing where Lamar just doesn't play well when the lights are shining the brightest or not you 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 just don't know but realistically it's a big it's a big moment for Lamar Jackson and he needs a win or he will be 0-3 in his first three playoff starts how I see this matchup going, I see, I actually do see the Titans winning. Um, they do have a better, right now, Ryan Tannehill, even though outside of the Green Bay game, he has been playing pretty solid this entire season. Derrick Henry can run the ball pretty effectively, and they do have, I'll go after last year's matchup, and they'll win. Then we have the Bears versus the Saints. I, I Even though there's some COVID issues going on with Alvin Kamara, and there is a chance that he can play, Saints proved that they don't need him to win the game. Plus, after last week's debacle for the Bears, I'm extremely disappointed in Nagy's coaching abilities. He should be fired. I don't even care that the Bears made the playoffs. He should be fired. I'm sorry. The reason why the the Chicago Bears do not beat the Green Bay Packers is, is because Mitchell Trubisky does not throw the ball over 15 yards or even 20 yards against Aaron Rodgers. Everybody else, he seems to throw the ball a little down the field, but whenever he faces the Green Bay Packers, the ball never goes 10 yards or more, and that's extremely frustrating. The Bears started out 7-0, and after that, Green Bay dominated. Now, I picked the Bears to win just because I was in a pick league, 
and I needed to pick up a couple of games. I was like, hey, maybe the Bears can win. No, and Nagy played an extremely conservative play calling. The Bears got extremely lucky that, that Murray got hurt in the Cardinals. Otherwise, the Bears would have not have made the playoffs. And it was just extremely fr- it was an extremely frustrating game to loss to watch. And then when you're a Vikings fan and you realize that hey, if the even though the Vikings would not have done anything in the playoffs, you know, if you would have watched that game, you'd be like, hey, if the Vikings would have won and then they would have won last week against the Lions, hey, the Vikings would have made the playoffs, and they would probably would have do a better showing against the Saints this time around. Eh, well, they just lost about by 20 and gave up 50 points. I guess not. But still, it's just like, come on, Chicago. Matt Nagy, at least if Trubisky throws interceptions, at least he's throwing the ball. Let him throw the ball at least 30 yards down the field because dinking and dunking ain't going to get you anywhere in the NFL. Either way, I do fully believe that if Drew Brees and the Saints need to go anywhere in this playoffs, this is where he needs to develop and at least show something. Um, when I was doing my practice podcast before I was actually going to release some of these, um, Drew Brees needs to play like at least he does five years ago because um, even if... Uh, even if the team does win and they do face uh, Tom Brady again or they do face Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay, they're going to have to rely on Drew Brees. When they faced Aaron Rodgers in New Orleans, Drew Brees was not himself. Drew Brees hasn't been himself most of the season, and he needs to be able to throw the ball further than 10 to 15 yards down the field. He has not been able to do that the last two to three seasons. And with that said, he needs to be able to do that, or otherwise they're not going to be able to go to the Super Bowl. He was not be able to beat the, the the Kansas City Chiefs with that philosophy, and now they almost did. But unless he's able to throw the ball down the field or accomplish anything like that, he needs to be able to do that. And I hope they are able to. Otherwise, they're this is going to be their last chance. Their salary cap situation coming up is the worst in the NFL. Now they better hope that the cap and uh, as goes up to $195 million, and they better, again, hope that uh, add the 17th game because if they do not add the 17th game, this New Orleans Saints, as we know it, are screwed cap-wise. Lastly, the final game of the season is going to be... Or final game of the season, sorry. The final game of the NFL Wild Card weekend is going to be the Cleveland Browns versus the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, with this game right here, there's always there's already co- there is already COVID nineteen issues. Uh, Kevin Stavansky is already going to be out, so special teams coordinator Mike Prefer, formerly the Minnesota Vikings, is going to be taken over. I'm going to be honest with you. Even though the Steelers haven't been playing well down the stretch, I think this is going to be a big advantage to them. I think having the Steelers sit out most of their players, even though this is a rematch, the Steelers resting Ben Roethlisberger and getting most of their players a bye week is going to benefit them because due to the COVID issues and a whole bunch of rescheduling most of their games, they haven't had break. And getting a break into their star players is going to help them. For the Browns, they achieved something that they haven't achieved since 2002, and that's reached playoffs. I think that was realistically their barrier for this year. Anything else is going to be a plus, but I think in the offseason, 
either somehow reworking Odell Beckham's contract or getting him his mindset right to be more functional on the team or trading him is going to be better. But I think Pittsburgh Steelers will at least make one more round and then they're probably going to be out after this. But we'll see. So, again, my picks for the wildcard weekend are going to be Bills, Seahawks, Buccaneers, Titans, Saints, Steelers. Again, this was episode two of the Lonely Fans podcast. If I get my technical issues figured out, hopefully this podcast will be posted Wednesday or Thursday. I want to thank you everyone for listening and see you next week.